Okay, so welcome back. This is the podcast one from Johnny in the book The Power, and this is the week one.、Uh, the theme is about violence, tradition, religion, and media.、Uh, so teacher one has defined each term and classified the experience of the character in the power into each word. So let's begin. So the first word I choose is violence. Uh, in this book,、uh, before women received the electricity power, Elderman he established a baseline dynamic between men and women, which reflects contemporary society. As men generally have a great greater ability to hurt, they have made and continued to uphold the patriarchal system.、Uh, Elderman introduced two of her main characters with. Vi- vital experience of the way in which men are able to hurt women. The book begins with a fourteen-year-old Roxy trapped into a closet after two men arrive in her home wielding knives.、Uh, they kill her mother and beat Roxy to unconsciousness with very little opposition, demonstrating that the relative powerlessness with women have as a compared to men. On the other hand, Ali. Who's a teenager living in Alabama, is violated by her foster father, Mister Mon-、uh, Montgomery Taylor. After her foster father seeing Allie trying to feed Fint of two boys attempting to have sex with her, he called her a whore for encouraging them, while beating and raping her. Elderman reveals that this violence has been happening for years, and each time Allie's foster mother, Mrs. Mantle. Montgomery Taylor willfully ignores it. I mean, both Ali and Roxy's story demonstrate how the ability to her provide men with power, particularly the power to carry out such violence and get away with it. On a last violence note, Elderman switched gears to focus on twenty-one-year-old Tunda, who lives in Nigeria. Tunda pursues his first relationship with a girl named Inuma. <clears throat> But Elderman makes a point to show how their flirtation is a performance of their gender roles. When Inuma conquistly refuses to bring him a cook, Coke, Tung called her a、uh, servant girl and play, wrestle her to the ground in order to kiss her. Though he take care not to really force her, even without violence, Elderman illustrates how simply having ability to overpower someone else can be just. Potent as an actual physically hurting them, because they are unable to resist. Ultimately, the power of the book title is manifold. It is the ability to hurt others, which the women gain on a grand scale, but is also a secondary form power that stem from the first ability, the change. As it become known, is a shift not only a capability but also in who dominant and who is subject. Jacket, who has conf- confidence and who feels shamed, who who can rise in status and who cannot. Elderman writes that the shape of power is a tree, and her book demonstrates how power branches from violence to its many other modes. And second is about religions, which is I also combine it with the third、uh, media. So,、uh, in this book about religion, I mean, in that, in addition to government and media,、uh, Elderman also examines how power 
manifest in another influential institution, religion. Uh, one of the main characters in the power alley, uh, she escapes abuse in Alabama and travels to a convent, hoping to find safety. She feels, however, that she will never be truly safe until she is in control of the convent, and later in control of the world. <laughs> I mean, she used her power to ignite a new religion, but her new faith is only the mean to an end, instead of something she truly believes. Thus, Elderman take a very skeptical view of religion. She acknowledged that faith can be a truly power thing, but show how it is also something that can be easily manipulated and used to deception. It is worth to note uh, nothing that Alice believe in something higher steam primarily from a voice she, she, she hears inside her own head, uh, which she believes may be a god. But Elderman eventually reveals that this voice is a form of Alice's own self-deception, again reinforcing the argument that faith is promulgated primarily through deception. Ali reveals early on her storyline that she hears a voice in her head that guides her and consoles her through the virus hardship she, uh, hardship she, she, she has faced. I mean, Ali thinks virusly that the voice is the voice of a god, or the violence of her mother, or perhaps even the voice of the devil leading her through life. The fact that she has so little con- uh, certainly in, in what the voice actually represents pr- pr- proves her faith insecurity and instability and illustrate that Ellie is simple relying on it because it suits her deception. At the end of the book, when Ellie tries to re- reconcile what the voice really is, the voice confess, look, I'm not even real or not really like you think real means, which mentioned in the book. I'm here to tell you what you want to hear, the voice, therefore, is not a guide, but it's really Alice's own way to conv- convincing herself that she's doing the right thing. Uh, ultimately, Allie or Eve, uh, she decided that the only way for her and other women to feel safe is if they rebuild a society when where women have always been in charge. She calls upon her follower to begin a war that will blow society back to the Stone Age. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> In order for it to be rebuilt as a mature city. Thus, the eventually purpose of the phase is not some kind of moral clarity. Rather, it is to, mil- it is to manipulate her followers so that she can accomplish her goals and maintain her power. <laughs> so that is the brief discussion on how violence and tradition and religion, media, these terms in the book, power. So thanks for listening. That's it.